We're speaking up about diversity and inclusion. I'm Lindsay Bridges, and during this podcast series, I'll have the privilege of chatting to some amazing people from all around the world and hearing their stories. I hope you'll enjoy this as much as I do. I'm truly excited today to be talking to Zoe and Casey, who are part of our employee LGBTQ plus network, RainbowNet. So Zoe, tell us a little about yourself. All right, well, hi, my name is Zoe. Uh, I am a transgender woman. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I work here uh, as a system administrator within our IT facilities. Um, I'm married to my wonderful wife and I have a couple fur babies. <laughs> How cute, brilliant. Excellent. Good to meet you, Zoe, and good to have you on the program today. So, Casey, what's your story? Hi, Lindsay. Uh, great to meet you. Happy to be on the, uh, the podcast today. I am a business development director for DHL Supply Chain here in North America. Uh, also, uh, very pleased to be leading our Rainbow Net efforts for North America as well. So, Casey, um, why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about RainbowNet? What is it and what's the story behind it? Sure. RainbowNet, it's our uh, global collaboration uh, across business units, across regions. Uh, the beginnings in 2008 in uh, Frankfurt Pride, where just a, a group of associates, uh, LGBTQ and, uh, and allies came together. That, that was the formation uh, in 2008 and steady progress, uh, steady expansion. And uh, in North America, we, we became involved and in, in aware of their, their efforts and uh, have been working with them for about the past two years uh, just to promote the, uh, the work that, uh, that we're doing uh, across the globe. Oh, that's great. Thanks for explaining that background, Casey. And um, Zoe, you know, if we think about these kind of internal initiatives, employee resource groups or networks, how effective do you think they are? I think in the long term, they can really be effective in relation to uh, making us more visible, making it so people actually recognize the lives and experiences that we have. Um, in the short term, sometimes they can seem like they're not doing too much just because it's a lot of meetings about meetings about meetings. Um, but I think long term, uh, the, the initiatives like this, doing this podcast, uh, the meetings that we've had in relation to trans employees in the workplace and allyship does bring a lot of visibility uh, and helps promote and push towards better policies and procedures. So is there anything in particular that you can think of um, that, we've, that we've done as part of these networks that's really made an impact in the business in, in your experience? I know that uh, connecting um, with the other trans employees through uh, the Visibility Week that Diversity and Inclusion did was absolutely something that at least had a major impact on me personally, uh, to be able to, to connect with a dozen other employees who are also experiencing stuff that are scattered around the world who didn't have the ability to communicate otherwise. Um, and I really think that meetings like that really help to connect us better. And now that we have resources with each other, we can finally start to be more vocal, more visible. There's more of us together now. And so if I can just ask you, if you don't mind, um, 
How does it feel to be uh, a, tra a trans woman in our business? I can say that um, I've definitely encountered some minor issues throughout my transition here. I've been fairly lucky as an employee that works from home. A lot of people picked up on it pretty quickly just because my name on all of my accounts updated and uh, you know, most people don't know me personally. Um, I can say it comes with a, a bit of fear though, across the board. Um, you know, there's always that instance of, will somebody misgender me? Will somebody, you know, slip because they did know me at one point? Um, I've been, again, extremely lucky, but I know that there are plenty of other people out there who might not necessarily be that lucky, who are on the ground level, who have to go into work and deal with hundreds of people a day. Yeah, I can see that it must be be very challenging for you and, and potentially um, you know, quite difficult for you and colleagues and for colleagues around you as well, maybe feeling a little uncertain as to what they can say or not say and not wanting to offend, I guess, is probably one of the big challenges that people face. Yeah, I definitely think there are plenty of people out there who really do put in their best effort and want to learn and want to know how to say and maybe step on eggshells even more than they should. They try to be careful. Um, you know, uh, ultimately, it really is a respectability thing. Once you have my name and pronouns, that's most of what people even need to know about me. Otherwise, just treat me like any other employee. Um, you know, my pronouns are she, her. My name is Zoe. Call me those things and we're great and we can get to the work that we need to do. <laughs> no, that, I can I can see that very clearly. It's interesting. I learned recently, actually, um, I, I include my pronouns on my LinkedIn profile. And someone said to me um, quite recently, well, why do you do that, Lindsay? You're a, you're a straight woman. And I said, because we shouldn't assume. We shouldn't assume what people are. And one of our colleagues in the UK kind of made me think about that when we all make assumptions that people are are straight and have a, if they're female, they have a male partner. So it's really good that you that we call that out and we get into that kind of practice. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think uh, it's far too often assumed that if you don't have your profiles, you're just this default of, well, whatever your presentation is. Um, pronouns, number one, can vary across the board for many people. You know, she, they, he, uh, different neo pronouns as well out there, you know, fay, fair, uh, things like that, uh, zeezer. Um, and I think it's really important that people do it because it really is just a matter of how you want to be addressed. Um, people who are cisgender don't necessarily have to use the binary she, he. Um, you know, they could be like a she, they, or a he, they, or, you know, he, zer. Uh, and I know the concept of neo pronouns is definitely unique to most people, but um, it's something I deal with a lot within the trans community. So I think just putting your pronouns out there just as a basic show of like, hey, this is who I am is the most basic, but also it makes it a little bit easier and more comfortable to engage with people properly. And it's a great opportunity for people to do that and demonstrate that they're an ally. So Casey, let me talk to you a little bit now about allyship and what it means to be an ally and how does somebody become an ally? Right, exactly. So the you know, maybe the the, the moniker is, is something that you earn from the from the group that you're supporting. But uh, in in maybe the simplest sense, I, I like our uh, DHL Express the terms that they use of a learner, a supporter, and a promoter. Where uh, a learner is is someone who's opened up their hearts and their minds, and they've started down the journey to to learn more about the uh, 
uh, different groups uh, and, and, and how they can be an ally that supporters taking it to the next level and being vocal and visible about supporting a particular group or groups. And then there's promoter. Uh, and that's where you're, you're inspiring others to, uh, to be allies themselves and, and, and really looking to, to raise the bar for all. But to, uh, to have to start, um, you know, for me, it starts with a, a, a mindset shift. Uh, some, some people look uh, to say that we're all in the same boat, uh, that, we're all, that we're all equal. But uh, to me, that's, that's really a myth uh, because we, we come from unique backgrounds. We have a, a unique uh, sense of self and, and where we fit in. Uh, it's, it's understanding that. Um, it's, it's that uniqueness that affects our sense of belonging. And uh, for, the, for the leaders out there, uh, it's, it's really your, your associates' sense of belonging that uh, affects their ability to, to be engaged and contribute uh, to, to your organization. But once you have that mind shift, um, it's, it's really easy. And, and at DHL, we, uh, we make uh, training and educational materials available uh, those are online. Uh, we've got ERG groups. I, I always encourage people to reach out to me. Let's have that initial conversation um, about about allyship. Uh, you can also go to websites for advocacy groups. Uh, they'll they'll have tons of information just to to help you start down that journey. No, thanks for that. I think lots of good ideas there, Casey. And you're absolutely right. Rainbow Net and the various networks that we have for different diversity lines in our business are a great way of helping people get involved, giving, but, but for people from those diversity lines, you know, helping them actually have a forum to reach out to allies to help the allies actually understand and learn and be a little bit more educated. So thanks for that, Casey. That's, that's great. Um, Zoe. It's, it's Pride Month now, it's, it's June in, in many parts of the world, it's Pride Month and corporations are often criticised for using Pride Month as a kind of PR opportunity. So how do we in DHL and how do organisations in general kind of hold ourselves accountable and, and really make sure that we're showing real proper contribution towards diversity and inclusion in the workplace and not just in this, uh, in this particular month? Sure, yeah, I think um, rightly so most corporations are criticized for just slapping a rainbow and putting a pride flag out in front of their house and selling something that um, is just got a rainbow on it and saying, we're allies, we hire diversity and inclusion. But a lot of the times their backend policies, their procedures, the way that they handle things, the way they handle discrimination is never good enough. I personally know many people in many different fields uh, who have suffered really greatly and their companies don't stand by them. Um, I think more important than slapping a rainbow on something and saying, hey, I'm an ally, is actually following through with protection, with policy, with procedure, with making sure your employees get what they need and are protected in the workplace. Because a lot of the times, even the most basic discrimination still happens, especially with the LGBTQIA community. Uh, so it's really important that if a company wants to sit there and say, we're celebrating pride this month, it's not just them changing their logo to a rainbow and selling something for an extra $3 with a rainbow on it. I think you make some valid points there. It's about making sure that everything that we're saying we're doing is backed up by 
by policy, by practice, and I guess also by training and awareness and education? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know personally from my own experience that um, even even if the policy itself might look good, the actual procedure and the training that some of the staff members can have um, is not up to where it needs to be. And really, we need a good workflow system and proper training for everyone across the board, some sort of standardization to understand gender diversity, queerness in the workplace, and to make sure that these people can support their employees best. I think that's great feedback, and I think it's something that I, you know, I need to take on board. DPDHL needs to take on board. I think we are on a journey on this, to be very open and honest. I couldn't say that we've ticked the box and we're perfect by any means, but I, you know, I'd be interested in terms of of what you think, Zoe, in terms of how well are we doing in this space. I would say, in comparison to other companies. We're middling of the line, um, especially compared to some of the other Fortune 500s out there. I know personally, we fall behind in many different categories that other companies excel in, especially in relation to gender diversity in the workplace and protecting employees. Um, Our HR staff definitely needs way more training on how to handle gender diversity in the workplace and the procedures needed and what's needed globally for transgender employees, especially. And and I take that point, particularly on the transgender piece and and from what we spoke about earlier. So that's definitely something that we need to take away. Thank you for sharing that. Of course. Casey, if I just broaden it out a little bit more now than just, you know, DHL or DPDHL, but if we think about, you know, our industry in general, the, the transport and logistics industry, what do you think the industry should do more of in the diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging space? Yeah, and we... We may be stereotyped as, as being a, a bit rougher that that we're operations uh, making making goods move. Um, it could be stereotyped that that's uh, not a welcoming environment uh, for for many groups to include uh, LGBTQI plus. I, I, I think uh, the the advice uh, for for those in our industry as, as well as others is. Uh, work to to find people who are passionate about uh, being allies. Uh, there, there, there could be the the default to to delegate uh, DNI activities to the HR department, and and perhaps the HR department feels compelled that yes, I, I should be this DNI ally, but uh, the the two don't necessarily correspond. So I was very fortunate that I had the opportunity uh, to to see that there was an employee resource group uh, or a need for an employee resource group uh, that people were actively reaching out and making these opportunities available to me. So, so really, it's uh, it's it's uncovering and, and giving people a chance to to be an ally. Uh, I, I I would definitely encourage those um, well any industry to to do that. I think you make a really good point around um, this isn't an HR responsibility. This is an overall business and leadership responsibility. And actually, it's it's a responsibility for all of us. If we all want to be comfortable bringing our true selves to work every day, which is something I really believe in, then we all need to contribute to this agenda. And groups like Rainbow Net help give people the forum, I guess, to be able to do that. Certainly. uh, The... You know the the opportunity that that, uh, that we have, the resources that we have for promoting and uh, maintaining RainbowNet, uh, both both for those who identify as LGBTQI plus, as well as those who uh, who identify as allies. It's it's just really a great vehicle uh, for us to 
to, to work on the, the growth that we want to see within the company. Actually, I would like to add a point to that if I could. Um, in relation to identifying as an ally, people who identify as ally need to show that they're allies. It's not about just saying, hey, I'm an ally and wearing a rainbow once a year. It's about actually actively standing up for the LGBTQIA community. It's about standing up against discrimination and pushing to make the workplace better for everybody. It's one thing to say, hey, I'm an ally. It's another thing to actually act on it. Zoe, you make a really valid point. And I think it takes it takes a lot of courage for somebody to be a true ally. It's easy to, to as you say, you know, Put, put a t-shirt on or, or put a badge on and, and say I'm an ally but actually you know the courageous folks who can really step up and stand up for uh, for what for diversity groups who aren't being maybe treated the way they should or to promote something that should change I think that does take courage and I I advocate for allies in our business to really step forward and get involved yeah absolutely so let's talk a little bit about Pride. And I'm curious to know from both of you, how are you going to be celebrating Pride this year? Because it's going to be back face to face, isn't it? So Zoe, what will you be doing? Uh, I've gone out to a couple Pride events, um, nothing too massive, just some local stuff. And I very much intend to try to uh, spend a lot of time with other LGBTQIA people. Uh, I have uh, some people coming out to visit actually this weekend, and I'm going to just be invested in my own culture and just enjoy living for a bit as who I am. That's great. Thank you for that. And Casey, what about you? Well, I, so I, I will say, because it's uh, it's front of mind, that uh, the, the intent in North America for next year is that, we, that we're marching and participating in Pride events, that uh, we've got campuses in maybe 11 major cities. Uh, so I'm, I'm very much focused on that. Uh, for this year, I'm taking the opportunity to uh, to cross promote what uh, Rainbow Net is doing. Um, there's there's a number of uh, workshops, webinars. There's there's a party, uh, of course, uh, that we're having. So looking to promote that. No, that's that's great. I know that uh, from a corporate perspective, we will have two floats in the Cologne Pride. I think that's in a couple of weeks' time. Um, very excited about that. And. Um, and actually, I live in uh, in Milton Keynes in the UK, and their pride is in September. And um, and for the first time as DHL, we will take a, take quite a prominent stand at that pride event. So um, my daughter my daughter was at that event last year and or the year before, and um, and she really enjoyed it. So I'm I'm looking forward to going to that. That'll be my first pride, actually, to be fair. So Casey, Zoe, I think we've had a, a super conversation about our. Our networks, our employee resource groups, what we are doing specifically in Rainbow Net, maybe a little bit about um, how some of those things could be improved and in, in we could do even more, how we bring allies in. So Zoe, Casey, thank you ever so much for your contribution today. It's been super interesting talking to you both. Now that's it for this episode. Look out for us next month where we'll be speaking up to a number of people from around our business about various topics on diversity. And as ever, you can listen to us on Apple, on YouTube or on Spotify. And we'd love it if you leave us a review. Tell us what you think.